Welcome back, everyone. We're at the second episode of Quadcast, presented by Off the Dome of Sports. Jacob's here. John's here. Ben James is here. How are we doing today, boys? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me here again, Jacob. I'm doing well. You're a co-host, Ben. You're always here. I'm always here. I'm part of the quad now. It's great to be here. We're right, excited we got, to be back. We got an exciting, exciting episode today. Fifteen minutes ago, John, Ben James, and I went ahead and joined an ESPN Fantasy Football mock draft, 10-team PPR pro level. The draft is filled, and it's going to start in seven minutes, and we're going to talk you through fantasy football live on the show. I feel like fantasy football is something podcasts always try to go after, but there's no better way than to go through a draft and take you through the hardest part of fantasy football. You know, it's nice to know who to target, you know, in what round or not, but Going through a draft, that's when it gets real, folks. So we're going to take you through that. But first, let's start off with something that's uh, on my mind a little bit. The Yankees. Ben James, do you care to comment on the six-game skid the Yankees are on right now? I think the Yankees started off to a great, great, great plan at the beginning of the season. They they started with a, with a strong outing by most of their pitchers. Good performance from a lot of their position players, but recently, a lot of injuries, pitchers giving up a lot of runs, bullpens not being managed correctly, and therefore we're losing games, and I don't really know what to say. Uh, it's just not looking good right now. You know, I'm starting to think if there's a, whether there's a curse of the Aaron Judge quad injury. I mean, it, it's just getting, it's getting crazy, the amount of times he's been on the IL for seemingly minor injuries. But, Jake, I know your bigger problem is with the management of the team. The, Do you want to speak about Aaron Boone for a second and your love of his coaching style? Aaron Boone was a great Yankee when he played third base. You can't take away that clutch home run he had. However, while in most facets of the game he has been an analytically driven manager, which is a stark contrast to Joe Girardi. He connects with the young guys. He connects with the young guys. Well, those are good things. I like him at the podium after games better than I like Girardi. My biggest problem with Boone is that he mismanages the bullpen like he's paid to do it. Now, I mean, every manager mismanages the bullpen, if we're being honest. And it's very easy to say in hindsight, oh man, he should have not thrown out whoever. Yeah, but it's not, as, it's not as much that he should not have thrown out or hindsight stuff. It's like... 10 game or 10 day stretches where Chad Green doesn't pitch and then he pitches two out of three games and pitches poorly. Like that's to be expected. You have to let your pitchers be getting those outings. Or it's not knowing when your starter is done. I mean, the last two games the starters, Tanaka and Jordan Montgomery have taken the Yankees, both were doubleheader games, so they took them into the 5th inning and they had low pitch counts. They give up one run or I mean Tanaka said he was tired. Boone takes him out, brings in Chad Green, Chad Green blows it. Now, some of that does fall on Chad Green. He's not pitching very well right now. But the rest of it, I think, falls on Boone. Because if your starter is dealing, especially in a seven-inning game, you have to go with him. Let him ride it out. I, I know the analytics is taking us to a place where starters only pitch five to six innings, and I get the reasoning behind that. But I also feel that, as a manager, your job is to have a feel for your staff. And your staff... Obviously, the bullpen is struggling right now, but the starting pitching has been good of late, so you got to ride that wave. 
Yeah, I think my biggest problem with Boone is that he pulls the starters too early. I mean, Montgomery struck out five through two innings today. He had like a 35 pitch count after three. And then by the sixth inning, he's out of the game. Like, what are we doing? He only let up one run. I, I agree with both these guys. And I have to say, with the with the COVID situation and, and the shortened second spring training, so-called summer camp, these pitchers, they, they need to get their work in. They need to go deeper in games as we move yeah. towards the playoffs. We're already halfway through the season, and guys are only pitching four or five innings. Right. That's not going to win you games deep into the postseason. And listen, I'll play devil's advocate for Boone here. He's got a tough scenario right now. You know, His four best players, position players, arguably are on the IL in Judge, DJ, Glaber, and Juan Carlos Stanton. However, I feel like, especially the last two games they've played, they've been in positions to win the game late in the games, and I feel like Boone has mismanaged the pitching staff a little bit, and it's led to it. It might be a little recency bias, but if you go back to last year, it was one of the things he struggled with. Yeah. I th- you know, things are looking up, though. We got Roldis Chapman back, I think, yesterday. He pitched this first inning of the season. And then DJ is supposed to come back this weekend from his thumb sprain, which is a lot sooner than people had expected him to. But let's move on to the bulk of the podcast today. So we're doing a mock draft, which Jacob had covered earlier. And it, it looks like we have 2 minutes and 40 seconds until it starts. So uh, in this mock draft, uh, John will be picking in the two spot. I will be picking in the four spot. And Jacob will be picking in the eighth spot. Again, it's a 10-team standard PPR league snake draft style. So let's start. We got, we got a couple minutes before the first pick here. So let's go through in order of who picks. John, what are you looking for at the two spot? I'm looking for Saquon. That, that's my strategy. And you're probably going to get him. Most drafts are going... I mean, it's going it's however, going. I will take Christian McCaffrey if he's there. No, most two. drafts are going C-Mac yeah. 1, Saquon 2, and then 3 through 6 is more of a question it's, mark. It's, a th- it's tossed in the air. Ben James, you're drafting 4th. Who are you looking at in the 4th spot here? Well, uh, we're going to PPR mock draft, and those of you who are playing in the PPR league, Alvin Kamara is set to have a monster year, in my opinion. So he's going in the 3 spot in a lot of these PPR drafts. But if Zeke falls to me, Derrick Henry's still there. If Kamara's still there, um, Kamara's more of the upside high ceiling in the PPR league, whereas Zeke and Derrick Henry are more of the high floor, the workhorses that you know is going to lead you to wins every week. Would you at all consider Michael Thomas at the fourth spot? Because with the PPR league, he led the league in receptions last year for wide receivers well, by a long shot. Let's he just pause for a second. Jacob is a huge Michael Thomas fan. You if can you, check out my article. Yeah, if you go to offthedomesports.com, which for those of you who don't know is our website, Jacob wrote an article but probably about a month ago on why Michael Thomas is by far the best receiver in the league. But in a fantasy standpoint, it's undeniable that he has the most upside of all wide receivers, right. especially in a PPR league because he gets the most Especially with Drew Brees. And let me answer that question, Jacob. No, I am not looking for Michael Thomas at the wow, future. There are so many good receivers that go in the mid-rounds of this draft, whereas there's a small section sector of running backs who need to go off the board right away, so I'm not picking Michael Thomas. Ben James has obviously read up on his fantasy <laughs> repertoire. <laughs> Matthew, doing... Barry, Matthew Barry is the top hit on his computer search right now. Ben James has been doing mock drafts since he was out of the womb. <laughs> All right, at the eight spot, the, the lucky thing about an eight spot in a snake draft is that it's a quick turnaround to the next pick. So in the eight spot, I'm looking to get a running back or wide receiver in the first round and then the opposite in the second round. At the eight in the first round, it'd be nice to see Nick Chubb there, maybe. Derrick Henry, maybe, maybe. Zeke. I don't think Zeke's going to fall. Derrick Henry, Henry has Those, those six Henry guys are, 
the five, top five running backs plus Michael Thomas are going pretty consistently. Yeah, in the top so six. It, it'd be nice to see one of those guys drop to me. If not, there's always Julio, DeAndre Hopkins. I like Dalvin Cook, and especially in a PPR league. Delvin Cook, yeah, Delvin Cook is going to be slow. If I get game. a DeAndre Hopkins oh, in the eight spot, then I'm going to be looking for Austin Eckler in the next spot because it's a PPR league, John. I see you. I see you. I'm wincing over, over here. There. I'm so, not a huge fan of Austin Eckler. Eckler gets Eckler gets a little bit of touches on both ends of the game in both the passing and the run game. He's also been on hard knocks. They've really been going on about him on Hard Knocks, so those are all good signs. Okay, the draft room has opened. We got we got two minutes twenty seconds until the draft starts. So let's. Uh, so just going over this, uh, we're gonna go over the positions in the league. We got one QB, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, a flex, which if you don't know can be a running back, a tight end, or a wide receiver. We got a defense. We got a kicker. And then we have, I believe, seven bench players. And now we might not be going over those bench players. We might just do a starting lineup. Uh, probably what, starting. what we're planning on right now is probably just do drafting everything seven except picks. defense and the kicker. Yeah, probably seven picks. Yeah, that's probably good. So the way ESPN's got it set up is they got CMac one, Saquon two, Zeke three, which is surprising for me, especially in a PPR. You know, you know what I realized? They have the exact same rankings for PPR and standard, so I'm not sure which. Which way they rank them? That's interesting. But for one of them, you, you're you're getting a steal when you draft some of these guys lower. Yeah. Um. So five Kamara, six Michael Thomas, seven Henry, eight Miles Sanders. Ooh. That seems high for me. No, Miles Sanders is high on a lot of people's boards this year. I, I, yeah. The word coming out of Eagles camp is strong on Miles Sanders. I know he had a little bit of a, I think it was a hamstring or or a quad injury the other day, but people are high on Miles Sanders this year, and I expect him to do very well. You know, you know who I'm a lot higher on than Miles Sanders? Guy sitting at number nine, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I think in the Chiefs' offense. Oh man! I will say so. Years. If I weren't picking two, if I were picking four or five, I would consider taking Edwards-Hilaire. A couple of years ago, he has a lot of potential. When Kareem Hunt broke out, I drafted him in like the fourth round of my fantasy draft. And you want to know why? I read this interesting article. Uh, I think it was actually by Matthew Barry about how Chiefs running backs are always in the top ten running backs with Andy Reid. Right. Yeah, with Andy Reid because Andy Reid. He loves he loves getting the running back touches. And my mantra for fantasy is touches, touches, touches. Especially in a PPR league. That's the key. All right, we got 30 seconds and counting before... And my network just crashed. Oh, jeez. I hope to get back on in time. Campus, for those of you that are not following uh, Notre Dame up to date, there was a campus-wide network failure yesterday, two days ago, during the middle of our classes. That was a real yeah. catastrophe. Okay, so the first guy here has to take C-Mac, right? Yeah, the C-Mac yeah. is a no-doubter in number one. Is there anybody else you guys would consider? No. I mean, maybe Saquon. I, you have to remember, Saquon was the top draft pick last year. He had, a, I guess, a down year for his standards. But the only guy who I might even consider taking besides Christian McCaffrey is Saquon. You could make a case for Michael Thomas if you love your wide receivers. That would be a terrible. I, that, that'd, that'd be, be, that'd be tough, Let me say something on this. Well, Grimes is his picking number one. He's on the clock right now. He hasn't picked yet. Just, just so you guys know, these are random people. Yeah, we don't know these people. It's just a random ESPN draft. Oh, and there he goes. And he takes C-Mac. C-Mac at number one. Smart pick, Grimes. And right away, John, John goes Saquon. John takes Saquon. John, talk us through the pick. What's your thought <laughs> process here? Big Giants fan. Saquon is, I mean, he's a fantasy monster. 
If he's healthy, he gets 20-plus PPR points right, every the, game. The third guy took Zeke, and now Ben James is on the clock. Ben James, talk us through the pick. So I got 30 seconds left on the clock. We got notably number three going off, Ezekiel Elliott. We got So we got C-Mac, Barkley, and Ezekiel Elliott. And I think in a PPR league here, I think the best upside with also some some Rick, risk-adverse pick would be Alvin Kamara, yeah, which, I agree. which I'm going to go with. Okay. Ben James pick, takes man. Alvin Kamara. He was ranked fifth on ESPN's Ben James drafts him at four. Reach maybe. I'm I'm personally not a big fan of the ESPN list. I think before yes, our real fantasy my, fantasy draft, I will definitely be altering at least the first and, couple and rounds. Dalvin Cook was ranked above Alvin Kamara. I'm not really big on Dalvin Cook. He had an injury at the end of the year last year. He's got a contract year coming. I don't really know what we can expect from Dalvin. Cook. That's yeah. a good point, he, Ben James. He, he hasn't proven himself for a full season yet. It's hard to knock a guy for tearing his I think ACL two yeah. years ago, but still. It's fantasy. It's not life. Here. Right. All right. Just a quick plug. Also, next weekend, the Off the Dome Sports family and our roommates and close friends are going to be live streaming our draft on Twitch. Yeah, it's huge next weekend because the NFL season starts very soon. So be on the lookout for that. All right. All right we had we had two picks go. We had a guy auto draft Delvin Cook. Then we had Michael Thomas and Derrick Henry. Three picks, actually. And I think those one through seven are, are pretty solid. That's typically yeah. what you're going to see. Maybe the the five through seven match up uh, differently a little bit. But Michael Thomas seems to be going at that number six spot. Yeah. So now we're sitting at Jacob at number eight. And you know who my pick here would be. John wants to go Edwards <laughs> Hilaire. I, I, I get a little worried drafting a rookie this high. You know, uh, This could, is not any old rookie, Jacob. I could go, I could go for... Another wide receiver, and I know I said I wanted to get a wide receiver and a running back, but looking at the running backs here, I think I can get a little two for a deal. So I'm going to go with Kenyon Drake. I really Ooh, like solid pick. I really liked solid his end of the season with the Cardinals last year. They're committed to him. Kyler Murray checks down a good deal. I think it's a good pick. I'm yeah. happy with that one. I would say that is a good pick, and I say he has a medium sized four, and I think he's got a really high ceiling. The, yes, the Cardinals really offense should be potent this year with DeAndre Hopkins. Second year, as, the as long as Kyler offense. takes a jump. And which I think he will. Really good. I think he will. The, the big thing, I want to go back to the picks. Derrick Henry in a PPR league, I can't wrap my head around it. I don't feel like he catches that many passes. I get that he rushes. I feel like some of the other running backs that are going off the board right now, like Aaron Jones, who went 9, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who went 10, Austin Eckler goes 11. I think those are the guys that are going to that are the PPR locks, where Derrick Henry, I could I could see someone not taking him until at least the sec, early second round. Yeah. No, I think Derek. I think Derek Henry there is just going to get a lot of points. But also, I think that's a little high for Aaron Jones to go off the board. I, they, I don't think nine. so. They drafted AJ. I, I know year. they drafted a running back high, but Aaron Jones is. But I think he's one of the most underrated fantasy players for. I would agree with. I'm glad to see him at the top of the rankings. It worries me when a team drafts a skill position player high in the draft to draft that person's heir apparent yeah. or, or guy ahead of him. And then yeah, after after Aaron Jones, we had Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He fell a little bit, I have to say. Yeah. But I think he's got some major upside. And then we had Austin Eckler, who had a monster year last year, who was really, really good in PPR leagues. And then right after that, uh, that was, so Eckler was the first pick of the second round. Second pick of the second round, we had DeAndre Hopkins come off. So that's the second wide receiver off the board. The rest have been running backs. Okay, so now I'm we got on the Jacob clock now. I got a big decision. I got Sanders. I got Chubb. I got Josh Jacobs. Joe Mixon. But I'm turning my eyes toward a wide receiver here because the only running back I was targeting was Austin Eckler, who went two picks ahead of me. So I think I'm going to take Devontae Adams here. Good, good pick. PPR pick, 
high upside, especially PPR. PPR is very different from standard. If you're going yeah. standard, I wouldn't suggest Devonta Adams number two, but PPR he gets a lot of catches. I, I honestly can't him. name another Green Bay receiver. I mean, Equinemius St. Brown, is he still I, yeah, there? Notre Dame. Marquez, Valdo, Lazard. Maybe, maybe Lazard. Lazard, yeah. Right. I mean, but none but, of these guys are viable fantasy right. options. And Those Aaron guys Rogers, are, are wide receiver threes at best. Aaron Rodgers is an interesting quarterback. He he targets receivers that he trusts, and the only receiver he trusts, <laughs> Devontae Adams. Right. That's a great picture. Aaron Rodgers has gotten a lot of slander recently. We Maybe we can cover that at, at that later. I've heard he's but, uh, he struggles uh, being intimate. Uh, oh, have you? Okay, okay. <laughs> so next, I, next I there's, not, there's, there's a rumor reports. going around. Oh, I can catch oh, you up yeah. on the hot guys. Next <laughs> pick, uh, round two, pick four, Nick Chubb. I think that's a solid pick that's at, a good pick. And at Brown, the 14 spot. I think that this shows ESPN's rankings are, are not indicative of the general sentiment. Miles Sanders, who they had ranked at eight, is still left uh, at the fifth pick in the second round. Whoa. And he's still left. Josh Jacobs was just taken. Uh... Round pick. two, pick five. Love that pick. I love that pick. I was actually going to target him, but I'm open yeah. two picks. I was looking at Josh Jacobs, who's going to be a solid second-year running back for the new Las Vegas Raiders. I feel like Nick Chubb was ranked really low for them. I feel like I yeah. put Nick Chubb above Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders, Joe Big. I mean, he was drafted there. But ESPN had him ranked below, so that was interesting. And th- this is a very interesting bottom of the second round right here. We have Sanders, we have Mixon, Julio Jones, Tyree Kill, and Travis Kelsey. Oh, right. Miles, Miles Sanders, Sanders finally came off the, the clock. So the, the only top running backs left is Joe Mixon, who I'm not going to pick. I'm not big on a Cincinnati running back. Julio Jones, Tyreek's there, Travis Kelsey's there. But you know who I'm going to go with? Bold pick this year with Tampa Tampa Bay, Chris Godwin. Wow. If you look, Pro Football Focus has this really cool stat called Yards Per Route Run. Yes. has nothing to do with fantasy, but it has to do with how good of a player someone is. Chris Godwin was top three in that. I think only Michael Thomas and Julio were ahead of him. I think Chris Godwin is a top three receiver, and I think Tom Brady has heard it. I've heard out of camp. He's a number one down there. I think it's going to be a huge sources, year for Chris sources, Godwin. Sources in Tampa Bay. I do have sources in Tampa. All right, I'm, I'm on the clock now at ninth pick in the second round. I got Joe Mixon, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. You know, I, I love my running backs. I had Joe Mixon last year. He, he did pretty well for being on the Bengals, but they have Joe Burrow. AJ Green back. I, I have to take Joe Mixon. I'm a big fan of him. Thanks, ESPN. <laughs> ESPN. ESPN sound in this year's draft is, is amazing. So John's going with running back, back-to-back picks, which I think is a solid strategy, especially since you have a lot of wide receivers in the mid-talent range. And th- now I'm, I'm one pick away from being back on the clock. If Travis Kelsey is still there, I'm going to have to seriously consider him. I'm not a huge fan of taking tight ends early, but if I, I guess both him and Kittle are right there at 20 and 23. It's so one of them will be left for me if I want. It's interesting, John. You take Joe Mixon. He was projected around the 250 range in points on ESPN system. Mm-hmm. Really good value pick because the next highest running back they had is ranked 39, and he is projected 224 points. It's Chris Carson. So that's really good value for right. the running back. Okay, well, I'll just catch you up before John goes to the next pick. In between John's picks, Tyreek Hill and Mike Evans have gone off the board. All I right. think people are really hot on Tampa Bay wide receivers yeah. this year. I, I I'm, blame them. I'm sitting at 20 right now. I really want to pick Travis Kelsey, and I, I, I just picked Travis Kelsey. I mean, it's tough leaving both my wide receiver spots empty after three rounds, but Travis Kelsey in the Chiefs offense is just so good. He's... It's impossible to pass up. Why Travis, why Travis Kelsey over George Kittle? I, I'm just a big fan of Travis Kelsey. I, as a tight end goes, 
I would probably take Kittle for if I were running an NFL team. But Travis Kelsey racks up the fantasy points so well in the Chiefs' offense. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And Kittle just went off the board, for those of you uh, wondering how it's going here. So, now Ben James is on the clock. Talk us through the pick here. So, I already have a wide receiver. I have a solid running back. Mm, this is a tough decision for me here. You know, I'm looking at this. I don't love anyone yeah. that's up here. So, you know, I'm going to make a bold move right here. I'm going to go with Lamar Jackson. Oh, wow. I was just about to ask, how high <laughs> would you take Lamar? And Ben James shows, what is this? Round three, pick four? And I think that's a little low for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, no, I, I, I've been doing fantasy drafts a couple recently, and Jackson and Mahomes usually both go in the second round at the latest. That's pr- I think that's a little high to me and, because I feel, I feel like quarterbacks, the value, the, the expected yeah. points between them is not as high as some of the upside you can get from Especially wide receivers. Although Lamar and Mahomes are just such sure things that it's hard to pass up. Lamar, you're not going to regret picking him. Pick Lamar Jackson. Can we just give a quick shout-out to the other people in this fantasy draft? They're doing a great job. Nobody's auto-drafting. Everybody's picking pretty quickly. And they're all picking well. No one's like reaching for quarterbacks here or messing around and picking kickers early. Okay, so since Lamar's gone, we got Kenny Galladay. Really good pick. I like that. And then DJ Moore. I'm a little lower on DJ Moore. New offense, new quarterback. Not sure how it's going to work. But DJ Moore, though, was position rank, I believe, seven. He was in the top ten last year. And he had is, a quietly good year in Carolina. And he is wide receiver one in Carolina. So I want to recap right. just a pick so far. Uh, in the This is the third round. So we had uh, Mike Evans go pick one in the third round, then Travis Kelsey, then George Kittle. I picked Lamar, Kenny Holiday. DJ Moore, and now Juju just went off the board. Juju, in the third that was round. high for Juju. I'm on the clock right now. So right now, I'm looking for a wide receiver because I think the value is here over some of the running backs. We've kind of passed that second tier of running backs. I'm going to have to just deal with a second-rate running back. But I can really stock up on wide receivers this year. Now, I'm going to take a guy that some of you guys might not be too high on. I'm going to take A.J. Brown. Here. Ooh, that's Whoa. a solid pick. A.J. Brown had a great year last that year. That is a reach, Jacob. I, no, I, I do not believe so. that, John. I did not believe he that, He had John. a solid year last year. And also, I know it's hard to judge off of one season, but I think he has a lot of upside. He was one of the highest-rated rookie or wide receivers in the league, both analytically and just by stats. So I think I think that's a good pick. They're going to be targeting him. I, I just can't offense. trust Ryan Tannehill. I think the Titans... I disagree with the that. The Titans reached their ultimate potential at the I end of last season. I don't agree with season. that. I that, think that is the best their team is ever. I think do. so, but this they're is a fringe, fantasy. They're a fringe playoff team. This is team fantasy. This year. It's not, I don't care if my guy makes the playoffs. I care if he scores touchdowns. And AJ Brown's going to score touchdowns. I think AJ Brown's a solid pick in the middle of the third round, and I think he's one of those sleeper wide receivers that everyone needs to pick in the third or fourth round. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree with you, Ben. So after AJ Brown comes off Todd Gurley, which I think is a terrible pick Such in the third round. Yeah. Now Calvin Ridley just came off the board. Another reach. I don't love Calvin Ridley. Yeah, no. Right? Especially there, there are just so there. many weapons he in the Falcons' su- offense. He had such a good year, his rookie year. He's kind of dropped off since. He's Adam Thielen, great pick in my opinion. Yeah. I think Adam Thielen's going to the fourth round. Kirk Cousins pick. needs somebody to throw to so after Stephon where do Diggs. They, where do they have Stephon Diggs ranked in this? He is low. I'm scrolling down right now, and I see him at 64. Wow, I think that's seventh round. Low. That, like that to, is pretty. I like to make a comment. Going back to that Todd Gurley pick. I think Todd Gurley, even though he's going to be the, the RB one down in Atlanta, I just don't see it happening. I was a Ram, I am a Rams fan. He was great for us all the years he was there. 
but he's just got knee problems. He's got early stage arthritis. And I just don't think he's going to be the fantasy performer he used to be. Yeah. Leonard Fournette was just taken off the board, which I think is pretty good value at 4-2. I do believe that, yeah. Now, yeah. I'm on the clock here. I got a tough decision to make. I have two wide receivers in Vontae Adams and A.J. Brown. I got a running back in Kenyon Drake. There's two guys I'm targeting right here that I'm looking at. I'm looking at Pat Mahomes. Yes. And I'm looking at Amari Cooper. Mm, I'm not big on Amari Cooper I, this year. I actually like Amari Cooper. I think I'm going to go with Amari Cooper yeah. just because I feel like Next round, I could get a quarterback that is—he's not going to be Pat Mahomes by any stretch of the matter. But I think I could get like a Russell Wilson yeah, next round yeah. and kind of elevate. I just hope they don't go on the run on quarterbacks in the next. Honestly, 10 picks. you could probably wait on Russell Wilson if you wanted him. I picked Russell Wilson in the sixth round. Of my I probably draft. I probably would in a real draft. However, since we are trying to fill out those seven picks right now, I'm limited to drafting a QB, a running back, and a tight end. Ooh, and Chris, Chris Carson just came off the board, who I was targeting in this next round. I think he was that next running back off the board, and these running backs that are left are just not very strong. Uh, yeah, I don't love any yeah. of these. I, 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 I might have to go running back the next time out just because the the options are dwindling. Here. To, for the, for our listeners right now, the running back lineup right now is looking like David Johnson. Le'Veon Bell, Melvin Gordon, James Conner, Jonathan Taylor, and Devin Singletary. Which I don't love any of those none, picks. None of those guys are like, they're all fringe RB2s. Yes. None of them I would feel comfortable starting. Them. So let's well, look at our... I, I would feel comfortable So I'm on the clock here, so let's go over this pick. Robert Woods, and so Pat Mahomes did come off the board. Robert Woods came off the board. I'm high on Robert Woods this year. I'm... Let's see who the tight ends are left. You know, Allen Robinson is the top player on the board right now. I feel like he's, he's very slept on. I don't know. I don't love Chicago's I do agree with that. situation. I don't love but Chicago's here, situation. But here, I'm going to go... He, he, he was position rank 8. Why I'm going to go with Mark with I'm gonna go with Mark Andrews. Wow. Tight end wow. here. Wow. Really, I think that's a reach. Buddy. I think that's a massive reach. I feel like... I mean, did you have all your other... What positions did you have left to fill? You well, I was kind of... Wide I was kind of running slow on the clock. I was looking through my <laughs> options. And I didn't love any of the wide receivers or the running backs there, so I went with Mark Andrews, who I think is going to have a monster. Folks, let me right. just give a PSA right here. This is why you have to be prepared. Ben James, you got to do your homework. You 45 can't, seconds. You can't be running low on the clock here. Fastest 45 seconds of your life. So I'm on the clock right now. Round four, pick nine. Allen Robinson's still on the board. That That's too good value to pass wow. up right now. I would I'm, agree with that. I, I would agree with that. I like Allen Robinson. Okay. As a, right now, my team is looking like, Saquon, Joe Mixon, Travis Kelsey, and Allen Robinson. That's a solid That's a solid, that's four, a solid four. Okay, good job. So let's, let's wrap up uh, these picks that have been in the fourth round. We had Adam Thielen at number one. We had Leonard Fournette at number two. Then Amari Cooper, Chris Carson, Pat Mahomes, Robert Woods, Mark Andrews, Odell, and then Allen Robinson. I think those are some solid mid-round picks. And I think there's still some, some upside that's still on the board. Yeah, some guys I'm looking at here. I really like... I mean, Zach Ertz's value as a tight end, if you were going to take a tight end, that's why I would have taken Ben No, James. I think no one's high on Zach Ertz this year. Um, Melvin, I am. <laughs> I think, I mean, most most experts are, he's tight end three. Melvin Gordon, just because he signed a contract, I feel like they're going to be feeding him the ball. I don't know how good he's going to do, but I think he's got a lot of upside, so it's not bad to take a flyer at him right now. Keenan Allen, he's consistent. He gets targets. That's another good pick. And Cooper Cup's still on the board. Yeah. I'm, I'm eyeing him for my next pick. I'm on the clock in one pick. We have Cortland Sutton, Tyler Lockett, Cooper Cup, Zach Ertz, David Johnson. Ten seconds till I pick. I think I'm I'm eyeing Sutton, and it looks like I'll be able to get him. Okay, so Kyler Murray just got chosen. Wow. Wow, that's high for right, Kyler Murray. That is high. Kyler Murray above both Deshaun Ooh. and Wilson. Wow. You know what? So, 
I have one wide receiver spot to fill and then one flex spot. But I also have my quarterback spot left. And I'm sorry, Ben. I'm going to... Actually, I'm not going to steal Russell Wilson. I'm going to take the shot. I already have Lamar. I don't need any of those oh, guys. Oh, you got Lamar. So I was the one looking for Russell Wilson there. I think Russell Wilson's a solid. Take who you player. want, John. I'm, act- you I'm actually it's not. A, it's a mock draft, John. We're yeah, trying to show the, the listeners this is what we're a, doing. This is a here. tough decision. You, you ten seconds, John. Yeah, I'm taking Russell Wilson. Oh, oh no, Russell. okay. I, okay, I, okay. I was about to take Deshaun Watson, and then I remembered that DeAndre Hopkins left, and that was probably about half of Deshaun Watson's production. Okay. I'm not a. I'm not very high on Deshaun Watson. So there's team. a lot of wide receivers left on the board. Courtland Sutton, Tyler Lockett, Cooper Cup. No, I, I just want to interject here. I'm on I'm on the clock in four picks, five picks actually. I think if this was my actual draft, I might be looking to take another wide receiver here and trade him for value because I think there's a lot of good picks here, especially in a COVID season. Any of these guys could just be randomly out for two weeks. So for fantasy, you got to take Yeah, them. Jake, you have three wide so receivers I'm, right now. I'm I do. I board. really like my wide receivers. I'm on the board. I need another running back, another wide receiver. I don't love any of these running backs on the board. News out of Jets camp is not looking good for Le'Veon Bell. No. no. Wide receiver, you got Cortland Sutton, who I don't like. Tyler Lockett, Cooper Cup, Keenan Allen. No, why, do, why don't you like Cortland Sutton? Ben. I who, like Cortland you know who Sutton. I'm going I, with? I really like Cortland Sutton. You know Sutton. who I'm going with? I think Ben is going with... Who do you think? Terry McLaurin. That is exactly <laughs> who I'm going wow. with. Wow. The Washington football team. <laughs> Terry McLaurin is an absolute beast. You better draft, Ben James. You had two seconds. Look seven. at his... <laughs> Film from Scary uh, Terry. from the the camp this summer. He's looking real hot, and he's really the only target out there. The right, so so team. Wow, Cortland Sutton is still on the board. Before Je- before Ben James, David Johnson was taken. That's a terrible pick. I like David Johnson. I like no, David Johnson. I do not like David Johnson. I really Terry like I, in the fifth round. That's a great lo- pick. I think he has a lot of upside. Yeah. I was I was targeting him actually. He's old. He's like twenty seven. <laughs> Terry McLaurin, Ben James, then Darren Waller. Now oh. Melvin Gordon's off the board. So I'm in a tough spot here. There's a run on running backs. There is we, a run on still running have backs. Cortland Sutton, Tyler Lockett, and Cooper Cup. But I can't take Jacob. Any of if you guys. want to fill your tight end spot, we have Zach Ertz. I think also. I'm, I'm aiming for Zach Ertz here. My running, I feel I don't love where I'm going with running back. If this was an actual draft, let me just be a hundred percent clear here. If this was an actual draft, I would be taking Cortland Sutton right here because I would try to trade him for value because some of these guys don't have wide receivers, and right. they're not going to like their pickings I would agree as it that. comes. And well, I, don't, I only have one right this I, year. And I don't love my running back picking, so I would probably make a trade here. However, we're not going to do that. That's not how we're running the mock draft. So I'm looking tight end or running back here. Okay. So he's on the board. Just after Terry McLaurin, we had Darren Waller come off tight end from Las Vegas Raiders. I think Darren Waller is a great mid-round tight end pick, who I probably could have got a wide receiver and waited for him this round instead of drafting Mark Andrews. <laughs> looking back on this mock draft, probably... One of my mistakes. After that, we had <laughs> we would all agree. After that, we had Melvin Gordon come off the board and Cooper Cup. I'm really high in Darren Waller. He was the tight end three last year and he only had two touchdowns. Yeah, I, I had him in one of my leagues. On he led me to a championship. All right, I got 20 seconds. I'm on the clock. Casual here. Going flex, with? right there. Casual flex. Who are you going with? I think I'm gonna go with Zach Ertz. I need a tight end. He's consistent. That's a good pick. Carson Wentz likes his tight ends. You know, I, I honestly think sometimes that, sometimes you, you just gotta not overthink it sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I'm, it's just there. I'm sorry, ben, man. I, I know you liked your Mark Andrews pick, but after uh, Kittle and Kelsey, I think that Ertz is the safest. Mm. I'm most, not. I'm highest not the only the only tight end I would think that you can take maybe Darren Waller. Darren Waller. Yeah. I was gonna say yep. Darren Waller. He's got a lot of upside. After those five, there's absolutely no one. Or for our I fellow mean, Giants Ingram. fans out there, Evan Ingram. Yeah, Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram. No, no, no. Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper with the Browns. He's not a bad pick. He's on the Browns this year? Yeah, he, really? he, they signed him. Evan Ingram, he's not a bad pick. Evan Ingram is playing with a screw in his foot. I don't like what he's doing. 
I think he's going to get injured again, and I'm just not high on the Giants Wow, year, Austin so. Hooper, for the folks at home, Austin Hooper is the 136th ranked player in ESPN Fantasy. That is a great low-round pick That's if you're a looking for a value really tight good end. value. Right he, was, he was position ranked 6 last year. I think, let me look at his stats real quick. Yeah, he missed 4 out of the last 8 games, so he was position ranked 1 tight end for the first half of the season. So after Zach Ertz, we had Deshaun Watson come off the board, who I think is the best quarterback after Russell Wilson. Then we had Le'Veon Bell, the running back, come off the board. Listen, running backs are slim right now. I, I don't love Le'Veon Bell, but you get, I mean, that's not a bad pick by no. team iterative. You, you know who is on the running back list that I'm eyeing is uh, Cam Akers. Oh, I was just about to say the same thing, John. I might take a fly at him here because quarterbacks aren't really going off the board. I'm going to get stuck. With a Matt Ryan, Drew Brees, you know what? I'm fine. And you know that. who quarterback? You know what quarterback is still on the board though? Dak Prescott. Yeah. I don't. Uh, no. Contract year though. I mean, I think I mean, Dak Prescott's going to perform. And this you year. know what? Tyler Lockett just went in the first pick of the sixth round. That's very late. So let's people let's re- really slept on Tyler Lockett and Cortland. Let's recap this fifth round. We had Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, David Johnson, Terry McLaurin, Darren Waller. Melvin Gordon, Cooper Cup, Zach Ertz, Deshaun Watson, and Le'Veon Bell's last pick. Then we had Cortland Sutton finally came off the board. Yeah. Round six, pick number two, which I think was great value for whoever that was. Okay, so here I am. I'm looking for a running back here. Quarterbacks, you know what? I'm going to have to just stick it out with whoever I get here. That's not a bad idea. I mean, if you wait till the seventh or eighth round, you can still get a solid quarterback. There, there are 10 solid fantasy and quarterbacks. You know what? If, if you miss out on all of those top quarterback prospects, and you, you're stuck in the 12th round looking for a quarterback, Daniel Jones. Yeah. My breakout candidate mm. for this Okay, game. so I got 10 seconds. That seems a Looking biased. at running backs here, Jonathan Taylor, Jevin Singletary, the top two. I'm going Cam Akers here. That is a good pick I think for he's, somebody who needs a running back. I think he's slotted for the starting spot I, on I the Rams. Yeah, I would agree with that. The Rams run the ball. Sean McVay likes to run the ball. Todd Gurley, when he was healthy, got – I think – I'm. Pretty sure he led the league in receptions for running backs. Yeah. Yeah. So, Makers can catch the ball. So that that that's what I'm going with. I don't love Jonathan Taylor. No. I don't love Devin Singletary. I I'm a big fan of Singletary. Though they did draft, I think, Zach Moss in this year's yeah, draft. I I don't really know much about the guy, but drafting a running back is never a good sign for the current so, except for So Aaron I am on the clock right now. I'm in desperate need of a running back. I'm looking here. We got Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift. David Montgomery, who I would usually pick, but he just got injured, got carted off the field. Do you know who I'm looking at here? Ronald Jones. I'm looking at Ronald freaking Jones. Tampa Bay's offense is going to be pumping this year. Ronald Jones second come See, up. I drafted board. Ronald Jones two years ago. I really thought he was going to or be slated for the starting job in his rookie season. He just never made like he just didn't break out. But they're <laughs> saying they're saying I got sources down in Tampa. They're saying Ronald Jones is the starting running back down there. I'm He's RB one. I'm not gonna argue with your sources down in Tampa. I'm just saying that Ronald Jones's NFL career has been lackluster so far, and it's hard to convince me on a guy who's been lackluster. And you know whose career, career hasn't been lackluster? Tom freaking Brady. Oh jeez. All right, I'm on the clock now. Round six, pick nine. I have a solid team right now. I got Russell Wilson, Saquon Barkley, Joe Mixon, Allen Robinson, and Travis Kelsey. So there is a gaping hole at my second wide receiver spot. We got and there's T.Y. Hilton, Hilton. We got Jarvis Landry. We got DK Metcalf and DJ Chark. So I think I'm going to pick Jarvis Landry. Wow. No, that's a bad pick. Wow. I like Jarvis Landry. Let me tell you why this is a bad pick. He had a grueling hip injury last year. He's coming back from it. 
I do not like the Jarvis Landry pick. Ben James, what do you do? Just, like, beat up on Jar- every injury? Jarvis he said, listen, listen. Especially since Odell is there. Jarvis Landry, he's got a hip injury. T.Y. Hilton is still on the board. Not going to be good. He got in, injury. Jarvis Landry gets a lot of receptions. Uh, Let me that, just say that. In Jar- that situation there, I would have went with D.K. Metcalf or D.J. Chark, who are both wide receiver ones. Well, D.K.'s wide receiver two. D.J.'s number one in Jacksonville. Okay, just, just to update our viewers at home, right now... We're in the. We're starting the seventh round. We're at pick one of the seventh round, and we're each going to make one more pick. I believe to fill out our flex spot. I have to fill out my QB slot or QB spot. Listen, I want to go back to Ben James. Your DK Metcalf. I hate DK Metcalf. <laughs> he can run two routes. He runs a stop. He runs a go. I he would agree. So, he is so not agile. It just befuddles me. How like this year? I I, I swear to God. The cornerbacks are going to figure him out, and he's not going to be able to do I that. I would agree with that. And I also like, people think, are going to figure him out this year. I, I also think he's game. more valuable in a standard league versus the PPR Listen, league. Listen, I, if I was John, I would have taken a flyer at Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs is going to mm, get a lot of targets. Josh Allen's got a cannon of an arm. You know what? Stephon I'm, Diggs is a good receiver. I'm on the board again. I'm filling out my flex spot. I'm not going to take Stephon Diggs. I'm going for A.J. Green. Ooh, I am a big A.J. Green fan. Wow, this, man, this man was drafted first round. Like, three years ago, four years ago, he got injured two years in a row. Turf toe, I drafted him one year. That was a tough injury. Turf toe, missing <laughs> turf, 12 turf games. Turf kills you. Yeah. But you know what? He's got Joe Burrow this year. Joe Burrow, who threw four touchdowns and a half in a national championship game, throwing to his top wide receiver. I have a lot of faith in A.J. Green. Okay, so, ben James is on so, the clock. So, after that Jarvis Landry pick, well, after the Roland Jones second pick, we had Jonathan Taylor... Then uh, John picked Jarvis Landry. Then we had Devontae Parker, who is Miami's wide receiver one. Then we had Rob Gronkowski come off the board. Too high. I think it's a terrible pick. I, I like a, that pick. You know, he's going to be in a three tight end. you got 10 seconds. There. Make your pick I already here. know who my pick's going to be. My boy DJ Chark down in Jacksonville. He's wide receiver I like one. I, like, yeah. I have nothing to complain about. So, that. after Rob Gronkowski, we had AJ Green, who John picked. We had DK Metcalf and then DJ Chark. I'm surprised, John. I, going back to your AJ Green pick, I think that another wide receiver that you could have looked at, if you don't love Diggs, Tyler same, Boyd. No, yeah, yeah, same yeah. city. Tyler Boyd. I think Cincinnati. Tyler Boyd. Joe Burrow and him, I got sources in Cincinnati. I, I, I have family yeah. in Cincinnati. They're going. They're, they're social distancing. They got their binoculars. They're looking at the training camp. You know what I've heard? Tyler Boyd, Joe Burrow, they got that connection. I There's a that. spark, baby. They got chemistry. I think Tyler Boyd. I think Tyler Boyd is ranked above AJ Green. I think AJ Green is just going to get injured again. He also, I'm not sure he loves it in Cincinnati. Yeah, I'm not I sure he's sold that. on it. I don't know how many people yeah. do love it in Cincinnati. So <laughs> My family loves it in Cincinnati, okay? There's a kid who walks around here in a Xavier jersey. He loves it in Cincinnati. I mean, what, are, what are we thinking, guys? Is, this is the last round? This, yeah, this is the last round. I got a pick coming up. I got to go QB here to round out my team. Yeah. So, Marquise Brown just went off the board. I'm going to run you through my QB options here. I got Dak, Matt Ryan, Tom Brady, Carson Wentz, Josh Allen, Drew Brees, Matt Stafford, Aaron Rodgers. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Mm. Cam Newton. I don't love Ben Roethlisberger. I need Cam Newton to win the starting quarterback job. He yeah. hasn't. Yet. I think the I think the best pick here, Jake, would be Dak Prescott. I think he's gonna have a monster year. You know, I, as, he's a, as a Giants fan, it pains me to say this, but I also think Dak Prescott is gonna do well. He's surrounded with so many weapons, such a great offensive line. He's really set up to succeed. And in, also in I think he's I think he's that last quarterback in that mid-range. I think there's five quarterbacks that are in that. Well, you got Pat Mahomes and Lamar in their own in their own uh and it, tier, and then you got Kyler, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, 
and Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott was actually the second highest scoring QB last year. Listen, my my emotions are telling me no. No, Dak. I'm a Giants fan. I can't draft it. But nothing in my brain can convince my emotions to not draft Dak. For the last pick in the quadcast mock draft, I will be taking Dak Prescott. To round out my team. All right, All so right, everyone, a good draft. Let's 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 exit the draft room here. I think you have to stay in order. See, I don't I don't yeah, know if they yeah, email it to you. Wait, why don't they, we just they, take they, a picture? They email it to you. Yeah. So I just want to get a recap of the the seventh round. Uh, so we had Rob Gronkowski at number one. We had AJ Green. Then we had DK Metcalf, DJ Chark, Marquise Brown, Stefan Diggs, and a pick we didn't talk about: Julian Edelman oh, going wow. at pick seven I in the seventh round. And I think that's a solid pick because he's basically the only person there in New England. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, uh, name me another. <laughs> listen, I did an internship for Boston radio st- or Boston area radio station. It was actually in Vermont, but this it's Boston sports. Don't you guys laugh? They cover Boston sports. I got a lot of Patriot talk, so I can name you some Patriot wide receivers. Can either of you name me another one? Mm-hmm. All I know is Sonny Michelle. Nikhil Harry. There's oh, one. <laughs> Mohamed Sanu is also oh. there. People oh. might forget that. Jimmy wide receiver combo. <laughs> so are we, we hopping out of this draft right now? Yeah, we are going to hop out of All this right. draft. Let, let's, before we hop out, let's read our teams. So I have, right. at quarterback, I have Russell Wilson. Like that pick. My first two picks of the draft actually were both running backs and Saquon and Joe Mixon. My wide receivers, a little shaky. I got Allen Robinson, Jarvis Landry, and then in my flex I have A.J. Green. And then T, uh, Travis Kelsey at my tight end. I That's a solid draft. If this were the real draft, I would be happy with that okay, top okay. seven. I think the, the wide receivers for that concern me a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I'm a big pick-up wide receivers off the waivers okay, type of guy. That's a fair strategy. I really like that strategy. I, I like to get the wide receivers in the draft because I think that you have two solid wide receivers that can kind of make up for running mm-hmm. backs. But. I would agree with that. So, did you read the rest of your team off? Yeah. yeah. Was, was All right, so let's go with my team. I had Lamar. Alvin Kamara, Ronald Jones the second, Chris Godwin, Terry McLaurin, Mark Andrews, and DJ Chark. I think my draft pick was pretty solid at the top. If I had to look back, I'd probably pick a running back instead of Mark Andrews and then go with Waller <laughs> yeah, in the I spot that I picked Ronald Jones. But that was the pick I was a little bit on the clock. Um, I really like my wide receivers. I think they're breakout type players, pretty young. And I think my I think Alvin Kamara is a great pick and Lamar is a great pick. Uh, Ronald Jones is a little bit shaky, but I think it's going to be solid. All right. Uh, in a mock draft PPR setting. So my team is Dak Prescott, a quarterback. Kenyon Drake at running back. Cam Akers, RB2. Listen, the running backs are a little shaky, but hey, running backs, I, I'm on the opposite of John. I think running backs are something that you can pick up off the waivers or trade for if That's you need fair. to. We can agree to disagree. Yep. Uh, my wide receivers, I'm really happy with Devonta Adams, A.J. Brown, and Amari Cooper. And my tight end is Zach Ertz. Now, again, I will say that in a real draft, I probably would have taken Cortland Sutton when he was dropping because I would have traded him. However, I'm pretty happy with the team that I came with, uh, or that I came out of this with. And if this was a real draft, you know, I, I don't think I would make any change. I wouldn't be looking to do any post-draft trades. So that that's pretty good. I think overall, we had a pretty solid mock draft. I think we, we each had a little bit of shaky picks just from being... A little bit newer to the mock draft game. I think this is a great practice for when we do our actual draft. No, yeah, no, I agree. And I think it's going to give the three of us a big advantage over the other guys in the in the quad Huge and in our friend group. Um, so I just want to, while we're on the topic of fantasy football, before we transition, we're not going to talk for too much longer after this. Just a couple things here and there. Before we head off to the new topics, 
Who is one guy, one guy, sleeper you're taking for your bench, late round sleeper? John? I'm going to go with two guys, actually. Okay. A, li- well, a little bit of a cheat. Completely don't answer my question. That's really cool. I, I'm going with Daniel Jones for a quarterback. That's okay. I, I like to draft a backup quarterback. That's terrible. Okay. All right. You're entitled <laughs> to your opinion. And then I'm actually going to Giants here. I know Ben is not going to like that. Jeez. I'm going Darius Slayton. All right. Receiver. I would agree he's, with Darius Slayton. Darius Slayton, he's probably not a last-round type pick. He's probably like a... 11th, 12th round. I'm not, I, I'm not entirely sure where he's sitting at right now in the rankings. But he has potential to be... The, I think he will be the top-scoring Giants receiver. And with Daniel Jones poised to break out, I think the top-scoring Giants receiver could easily end top 20 wide receiver overall. I would, and th- that would be a solid wide receiver 2 type player. I would agree with that Darius Slayton pick. I actually picked him up in my personal league. I think it was about the 12th or 13th round. Okay. He got some great late-round talent. I think for me, the one sleeper pick... J.K. Dobbins, Ooh, Ravens running back. And I'll tell you why. Mark Ingram, he's been a solid running back ever since he came out of Alabama. But he's on a contract year, and I think they're going to try to get J.K. Dobbins in there, get some experience, because Mark Ingram's leaving after this year. I don't think he's going to stay there. I think J.K. Dobbins has got some serious game-winning potential. Sleeper pick. I think I picked him in like the 11th round of my personal league. There's my sleeper pick for you, J.K. You know, I, I like that, that uh, explanation there, Ben, but... One thing that I have to question, Mark Ingram, if I were him, he's had a long career. He's got to be, what, 32, 33 right now. If I were him, I would stay with the Ravens, maybe take a pay cut, and stay as a goal line bruiser back. Ben's looking it up right now. Mark Ingram is... He's he's on the... He's 30. 30. So that's yeah. back end of running yeah. his career. They got a shelf life about four or five years. Yeah. Right. Um, so... I wrote an article early in the summer about rookie wide receivers that you should be looking for. And I made a bunch of I talked about a lot of guys. One guy I'm going to point out. No, it's not Michael Pittman Jr. He made my list. Brandon Ayuk, San Francisco 49ers. First round draft pick. Very raw. Very raw. But he was a great playmaker. For the Arizona State Sun Devils under Herm Edwards, my boy. And and what team did you say he was on, Jacob? San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco 49ers. What what wide receivers do they have right now? They got Debo Samuel, but he's hurt. Injured. He's injured. What the heck, Ben James? <laughs> Wait, we're recording a podcast here. My lord. Ben okay. is in the dungeon now. Debo Samuel, but he's hurt. And then what are they at? Emmanuel Sanders isn't on the team anymore, nope. is he? Nope. He's slotted for a starting it spot. It is a run-heavy offense. It is a running but... heavy offense, but they they pass the ball. You know, and they're not do gonna, they? they? Jimmy Garoppolo had eight pass attempts in one playoff game. Just for the record, uh, again, just for the this, just fantasy, for the listeners out there. Fantasy is not aware. played in the playoffs. No. Okay. Brandon Ayuk is a guy that I would take a fly at in the late round, especially with how <clears throat> this draft went for me and how good of wide receivers I had. That's somebody I would take. All, all solid me. sleeper picks. Yes. You, you really can't go wrong with the sleeper pick as long as you pick a guy with upside. What you don't want to do when you're in the late rounds of your mock draft excluding the defense and the kicker. You don't want to pick guys who have low upside and low potential, like aging old guys. Yeah. Like, yeah, you might start them one week if you have a lot of buys. You don't want to pick up those guys. Yeah, like, they're they're no a, fun. You want to take a fly at a guy who has a lot of upside, but he also might... It might not. You can always go to the waiver wire if right. you don't. All right. So... As we wrap up the second episode of Quadcast, and just to let the listeners know, we will be tweeting out 
and putting in on the Off the Dome our mock draft results, and you guys can vote and comment on who you think had the best draft, the struggles that we had, and everything. But let's just go around the horn. One issue in sports right now, you want to do a quick, less than a minute take on, then we'll uh, wrap it up and we'll call it a week. I think that's about all we have. So, Ben James, you want to start first? I think Jacob wants to start. Well, listen, I already addressed one of my big things with Aaron Boone and the New York Yankees, but let me move into the NBA realm a little bit. Ooh. I'm sure you guys were wa- have been watching the Lakers, or not the Lakers, the Clippers-Mav series. Probably the best playoff series that has happened so far. I, I mean, what, is it tied 2-2 right now, right? Yes. Is no, it 3-2 Lakers Clippers? Are, or Clippers are 3-2. Clippers, Clippers are 3-2, yes. Listen. I really like the Mavs. They're like the Knicks, but they got Luka Doncic. That's like the biggest difference. They got Mark Cuban as the owner. Yeah, and that's got Luka the Doncic, difference. And that's the, the only, only difference. difference. Their team is made up of almost entirely ex-Knicks. Seth Curry, Luka Doncic, and then their owner is Mark Cuban. But that's besides the point. Kristaps being out for the rest of the playoffs is a huge blow to the Mavs. I was kind of rooting for the Mavs a little bit, just because they're a young, they're a fun team, they're a young team. They're they're very exciting. To they're watch. exciting to watch. The Clippers kind of came into this year a little bit as you know the guy to be, you know, the team to be. And I always root against those teams in sports that I don't really pay attention to. So yeah, I, I was kind of rooting for the Mavs, but now I hope that the Clippers win because I don't I don't think Luca is at the Maturity level to carry wow. the team. That is a loaded statement right there. No, no, no. I don't. I don't mean the that. The man hit a, a thirty-foot step back over one of the better guard defenders in the league to clinch Listen. a playoff victory without his his second best player. On I his don't. Team. I'm not saying that he's while immature. posting a forty-point triple double. I'm not saying he's immature. I'm not saying he's like Baker Mayfield. Okay. <laughs> I'm just It'd be saying, hard to be that immature. I'm just saying he has. He doesn't have a ton of experience. And I, 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 th- I think he would struggle in the next round. I, I think he would. I think he'd struggle without Kristaps. The team would struggle without Kristaps. I honestly, I don't want to see an injured team in the bubble. I want to see good basketball. That's I, my point. I hope the Clippers win now. That's my point. All right, all right, I'll give you Get that. Off my we're, we're, I, dis- <laughs> I disagree with that comment about Luka Doncic. That man's been playing in the freaking Euro League. Oh, the Euro League! Oh my God! I play the Blind Sisters of Mercy every weekend. Am I ready for the NBA? The Euro that's League. Like saying the listen, minor leagues don't prepare you for listen, the major. Listen, listen. I, 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 I don't expect a major league player who's just out of the minor listen, leagues to listen, carry an MLB listen, team listen, to the championship. Listen, listen, let me tell you this: college basketball. If you're going to do a comparison to the minor leagues and the majors, college basketball is double A. The Euro League is triple A. He's been playing against grown-ass men since he was 16. Jeez, my ass he's not prepared to lead a team. We, we apologize We're for clean that. clean podcast, Ben. Sorry. Jeez, family I'm sorry. We apologize. Luka Doncic, whoever, the Suns and other people didn't pick him, shame on you. Luka Doncic yeah. is the face of the league. I he's don't think future. that takes away my point. I agree he's a face Kings. I agree. You guys are the, are the dredges right now. I just don't. I just don't want to see a Luca-led Mavs. I don't want to okay. watch the Knicks play by Luca just without Kristaps. If Luca had Kristaps, I'd be happy to watch. If it. your ears are bleeding now. right now, just know that mine are too. They're boring now. I no. don't want to watch them. They're gonna get killed. In the I would agree with that. I hope the Clippers win. I, I was rooting for them when they had Kristaps. I'm not anymore. Seth Curry cannot play like this forever. Seth There's Curry. a reason he's the second Curry. Okay? Don't disrespect There's a reason his father-in-law doesn't want him on his team. Okay? I just don't mean to be mean here. There's a reason. Okay? I don't want to watch the Mavs play any longer. Let the Clippers win. 
Get us the matchups we want. I was rooting for the Mavs to be a little upstart. I'm not anymore. That was my point. All right. I could agree Sorry with that. Sorry that took longer than I could agree with that. I just don't agree with the Luka comment. All right. Go ahead. I All right. My take, it'll be a little less loaded than Jacob's take. So. I don't think my take was hot. <laughs> Your take why. was very spicy. <laughs> I don't know why I had so much all resistance. Right. So if, if you guys didn't know, I, I started writing for the Notre Dame Observer, which is the student-run newspaper. And my most recent article, I guess my first article, was about how the process, the Philadelphia 76ers process, has failed. So if you want to go take a look at it, I explained it pretty well in the article. But basically, Elton Brand messed up the process, screwed up what Sam Hinkie had started. And yeah, all right. I wonder where you got that take from. Yeah, I really like, wonder. OTD. That's, de- that's definitely not a take that like millions of educated NBA fans have had. No, that's bad. Listen, if you want to read the article, we're going to post it on Off the Dome blog, right? Are we allowed right. to do that? Yeah, okay. yeah, yes. You're not, you're not. You're making money off the episode. I'm, I'm definitely you can do whatever not. You want. Although, if you edit it, you can make money. Ooh. Our Ooh. friend our friend Colin, who may be joining us on next week's episode. He will most definitely be in the live stream that we're doing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, my, my take for the week. First of all, I want to say happy Jackie Robinson Day. Oh, I yeah. I think that's yeah. one of the... My, I think we can go clap for Jackie Robinson. I think... I love that movie. 42? I yes. Guess I that's a that great movie. movie. We should watch that. We should watch that. We should watch that and do a review a live, on the a live reaction to it. Live reaction <laughs> On Twitch. 42? We should do that. Oh, dude. I, I, I don't think you can watch movies on Twitch, man. I oh, think that, that might break some... That might... Yes. Jeez. Second episode, we're breaking copyright. I, I have to say, Jackie Robinson Day... It's probably my favorite day in the entire year of baseball. Everyone wearing 42. I like the I think World Series, but you know, okay, that's fair. in the regular season, I <laughs> love it. I game. love it. Everyone's wearing 42. Everyone's happy about the game. Everyone's playing hard. I feel like a lot of people have great days on Jack Robinson Day, that's and true. I'm glad they they decided to move it to be a part of the shortened season because it's usually in April. So I just say kudos to the MLB. One of the only good things they're really doing right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's upvote that. I agree. I like Jackie Robinson Day. I was really worried that they weren't going to have it this year. I think the nation's political climate, we don't want to get political on the show here. Definitely not. But I think that it's fair to say that it's something that the nation needed. Really. Yes, I would agree. And so that. I'm happy with how MLB has reacted. I, I agree with a lot of the stances yes, they are taking. I would say that. And I think they've done a good job. I think the NBA has also done a pretty good yeah, job. Yes, well. I would agree. So, in the NFL, I mean, the NFL isn't playing games. Yes, right. But, I, again, and I also, sports leagues have done a good job in I general. think that is true. And I think that sports leagues need to continue to side with the players. Because when you side with the owners... Right. Except I, maybe the NHL, going back to Jake's point. <laughs> I, just, I just think that it kind of... We won't go there right I just now. think it kind of breaks down. If you, if you If you keep deciding with the owners... And with the business aspect rather than the players. Because the players right. are really the game at the end of the day. I, the players I, are the You have to be siding with the players if you're the league. All right. And folks. you should be supporting the players. We are approaching about 55 minutes of this podcast. If you're still listening, thank you. Uh, know you're one of few. We really appreciate you. We really appreciate you. When we're big time, we might send you a shirt. Um, <laughs> Yo, we should make some Might even autograph it. Oh, we should. We should. Get Quantum. some merch? Yeah. Oh. All right. So we will find like that, that at offthedome.wordpress.com. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. All right. So we'll be posting this podcast uh, by the end of the night. Now, let me just get a couple of things here. Again, check us out on Twitter. Uh, at OTDJake for me. At NationalBallers1. Right? Yep. For John, Ben is going to make a Twitter account this week. Yes. Uh, you can find us off the dome sports, uh, off the dome sports.wordpress.com. Uh, that's pretty much all we have in terms of plugs. We apologize for 
promising a movie review and then not backing up, but we thought that the mock draft was a little bit more it's interesting. Because if you didn't know, NFL football, one week from this Thursday, is coming back, it's baby. starting yep. soon. It, it kind of snuck up on us, yeah. believe it or not. I think it's the lack of preseason games. But anyways, uh, thank you for listening. Check us out on all our other social media. Check out the next episode, which will be next week, and our live stream of our fantasy football draft. And you know what? That was Quadcast this week. John, play us out. Thank you for watching.